Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, listen, buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Mark takes through and said any of them. <laughs> and I don't think that's Mark saying that the NRL is strong. I think it might be Mark saying the Wallabies are weak. Reading between the lines, that's, that's what I feel like he's saying. Um, we've got some bits and pieces of audio that we're going to play. In fact, let's play the first one, Sam, because I don't know what bits of audio you've got. My, my number one is probably Payne Haas. Huge man. Pace to burn as well, Payne Haas. Yeah. It's a different fitness too, isn't it? Correct. There's no having holidays. Like, you can have a holiday in league. He is. There was a try that he scored, I want to say, in 2019, certainly pre-COVID, where he basically went the length of, well, he at least went 60 metres, where he just busted through the defence and just outran everyone. Fast, big, strong, almost like a mm, Ricky Samo. You know, oh, like yeah, a yeah. like a sort of mobile lock. Um, so I don't know, maybe and he's six foot four. So I don't know what's a standard lock height. Oh, uh, they're up around higher six seven. I think Brody's six seven. I tell you what, he anywhere in the back row, I reckon he'd be he'd be lethal. Mm, mm. Right, send your text through double eight double three. That's the Tampa Bear Post text machine and. Uh, Please do call, just like Brent has, on 0800 150 Brent. Say that again. Katoni Staggs. Oh, Katoni Staggs. Okay, Sam's giving me an interesting yeah. little where would, you, where would you play in, Brent? Uh, probably second five, would you, or uh, on the wing? Yeah, we obviously play in the centres for the Broncos, but... Steph, what are you? What are your thoughts on a centre in league converting to a centre in rugby union? Because we we talked about um, Roger Tuivasa-Shek and how hard it is to pick up that centre position and too many rugby. decisions to make, too many rugby decisions to make. Do you think, Brent? Like the, I feel like wing and blindside flanker are the ones I think that they'd find easy. Do you think it might be a little bit too technical to to make an impact initially, going from league to rugby in the middle of a backline? Uh, possibly, yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's blooming hard. We've got great coaches here, but um, yeah, I don't mind Tony Staggs. Any other big boppers that would spring to mind? Uh, I can't think of his name at the moment. He plays for the um, been around for a while with big tall fellow with the beard. Uh, so he's a bit of a journeyman. Aaron um, Woods? Aaron Woods, that's him. Man. Okay, interesting. Yeah, sure. Might be a bit long in the tooth for Eddie to have a look at him now, but um, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's would be, yeah, yeah. yeah, good food for thought though. Yeah. Thanks, Brent. 
Okay. Cheers, buddy. It's great because there's not only are you picking players, you also have to work out where you put them. So, like, there's tons of texts coming in here. Someone said Matt Burton from the Bulldogs at 12. So Burton's got the kicking game, but he's got that big up and under. So, you know, where, where is he most effective on a rugby field is, is sort of the big question. And, like... I'm not. I'm not picking on the blues here, but I feel like it's it's a it's a reasonable example. Is that it? It's. I was going to say it took Roger a long time. I still think he's learning the game. Um, he's a lot better than when he first came over. But look at the observation slash criticism uh, given at Rico Yuani about his defensive play and his option takings. And he'd played rugby his whole life, and he just moved from wing to centre. He has a lot to learn at centre. A lot. In saying that, now I think with Roger, he never played centre in rugby league. So I wonder if someone like a Katoni Staggs or and my one is Val Holmes, and I'm sure someone's going to call or text in about Val Holmes because I think he'd be lethal. And he plays in the centres as well for the Cowboys. And I wonder if they've played in centre in league, whether that might um, correlate. And then you look at what Andy Farrell's done with Ireland, and he's brought the rugby league defensive line in staff. Maybe yeah, see, I think coaching is beautiful for league to go to union because yeah. I, I think league defensive patterns and techniques mm-hmm. and I think that's superior to rugby 100%. And, and almost rugby's put their hand up now saying actually we think so too and yep. they're bringing them all over mm-hmm. except for Lebanon who took Michael Checker from rugby into rugby league True. yeah <laughs> didn't exactly get them the chocolates but no, you know but it's Lebanon you know uh, 0800 150 talking to Matt from Hamilton g'day Matt Steffi how are you mate good thanks Matt Hey, um, I thought Xavier Coates would make an instant impact on the wing and um, Matt Burton from the Dogs, he could just about go anywhere in that back line, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen enough of um, Matt Burton, if I'm perfectly honest. Oh, yeah, 5-8 five, five, for the Bulldogs, but did play centre for the Panthers, so... Um yeah, like he's got a he's you might have seen him in State of Origin staff. He puts up a bomb literally that goes over the roof of any stadium. It's it's <laughs> the biggest thing you'll ever see. He's got massive legs. Yeah, he, he can kick it from one end of the earth to the other. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's according to Phil Gould, probably, <laughs> along with Josh Adokar, the fastest man on the planet. Um, who was the other one you mentioned? Sorry, there. Uh, uh, Xavier Coates. Yeah, Xavier Coates, which I mean, great. I think. You'd use him in a certain way, Steph. So he's he's a big, tall guy out on the wing, got a bit of pace to burn as well. He'd be perfect for your cross-field kicks. So if, would Daniel Tupo fit that mould as well? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, if you, if the if the um, Wallabies could work in that sort of game plan of kicking cross-field, I mean, I'd almost go so far as to say that I don't think any all-black would match Xavier Coates in the air. Wow. So, you know, dangerous. Yeah, maybe Daniel maybe just a little bit longer than the tooth. Yeah. Like yeah. Sort of mm-hmm. yeah, so, we need those yeah. young robots. They'll, 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 they'll take what they can get, though, I think. Yeah, mate. They, <laughs> yeah, they'll take much. anyone. They'll take some reserve graders. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, mate. You have a good day. Cheers, Matt. Cheers, buddy. I wonder if Eddie Jones got the ability to get some third parties injecting some cash into Australian rugby and say, mate, I want to fix Australian rugby, but we need some money to get some of these boys over or create academy or whatever it is. Um, he's probably got that influence. Like... He, he's almost like the second coming of the Lord in Australia now. Whenever he's at an event, the cameras find him and he sits there beaming and the crowd cheers. And yeah. He's got something about him, hasn't he? I think to, okay, whether or not 
things get put under the table in the NRL, they probably do. Let's not be naive. The players probably get paid under the table. But they are hamstrung by the salary cap, whereas the Wallabies can throw whatever they want at a player. So, But the problem is that there isn't much in their bank I, account. I get that. But still, you know, like the, the, the thought of them having a bit more money to, to, to work with is there. Um, the, the common theme in all these texts at the moment, Steph, is um, Nelson Asafa Solomon. And I know he's a Kiwi in terms of he's, he's paying for the Kiwis. But, you know, if we were to hypothetically see him in a Wallabies jersey, that would be pretty scary because <coughs> he's a big... If you've ever seen Nelson live at a I, game... I stood next to him at that Storm oh, Warriors <laughs> game on the sideline. Man, I, he I, is I just... He, he probably thought I fancied him because I was just staring at him and I'm like, <laughs> look at the width of your neck. Mm. He's everything. His head is huge. Yeah. His, his, his elbows are huge. Everything is like you're looking at him through a magnifying glass. Yeah. I think the biggest human I've ever witnessed in real life. Probably actually for me. Uh, yeah, he, he's just, it's it's not just the, the height, it's the actual, the, the bulk to height ratio, which is... He'd be a scary, scary rugby player. Um, I, I don't think he'd be able to play more than thirty minutes of rugby no, with the thing. his current cardio. Yeah, uh, but you'd probably get him up to speed. You know, mm. Eddie'd probably whip him into shape. What about some people have said Nico Hines, and I, I sort of feel like Nico Hines a little bit of a Dan Carter type, type style of play. Like he's a very smart halfback that seems to just read defence as well on when to go, when not to go, can sort of slice a defence open if he wants to. He's got a bit of a left foot step. I don't think he's left-handed, Nico Hines, but, or, you know, left-footed, but um, I sort of see him in a little bit of a card mold. So whether or not it translates rugby league to rugby there, but he'd, he'd be one you put on there. Dally M winner last year. Mm. You know, you can't go past a player of the year. Because I try and think of positions like, Try and compare uh, Bowden Barrett, for example. Who's a player in the NRL that could play like Bowden Barrett? And I can't think of one. I don't think they... I think a Cleary is sort of like a Barrett. He might be like the only one. takes the line on and, and, you know? And I don't know why... I don't think Cam Master would go any good at rugby. Uh, wouldn't do very well at rugby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think Cam Master would translate. Um, Latrell Mitchell, I'm not sure he would translate. If he got fit, I think he'd be devastating. It's oh, a big if. He'd be like you know? um, Lester Fyangonuku. I think he'd be like him. So you, would you put him? Would you put him on the wing? Would you? No, I'd go centre with him. Okay. With, with a with a David Havili, even a Roger inside him, like like the step step shifty shifty bit of a kicking game. Well, like, Trell Mitt can kick, can he? Yeah, he boy well, kicks goals. Yeah, I know yeah. kicks goals. I don't yeah. know if he he'd doesn't be. really kick an open play, but he can kick goals. So, but he'd be he'd draw attention. Remember, do you remember Matthew Bustero from France? He rings a bell. Yeah, he was like a Manonu, but bigger with dreadlocks, and he becomes a a focal point when when they're on attack. They become a focal point for the defence, and because one person can't tackle them, I yeah. think Latrell Mitchell could be that guy. And you got to think about too pairing him up with Karevi. Is so is it Sami Kruvi? Yeah, well, I I think Radiki Samo, and then I think Sami Kruvi, um, because just what you've just said, you you couldn't leave Latrell on his own, but likewise you can't tackle Karevi on his own. So mm. the combination of the two would actually be quite potent. Although you got two very big bodies there, but look, I I would be scared. It's like that against our midfield, especially the fact that we can't seem to nail down a a, a mm. fit midfield at the moment. Um, yeah, there's a couple of tweaks there, Eddie. He could make. Is Ruffalo? <laughs> he's played for everyone, hasn't he? He has, actually. Has he played, yeah. he's he's played, played sevens? He's played Wallabies. He's played Kangaroos. He's played AFL. Yeah. He's played in Japan. Yeah. NRL Premiership, Storm. Jeez. 
freakish athlete. Yeah. Someone like him. See, I think um, Kim Amalo, I know not Wallabies, but I think he could have been a rug- good rugby player as well. Same as Fuss. I think they, he could have been a good rugby player as well. So yeah, Fuss was very, very athletic. Mm. Anyway, tell us who yours are. 0800 150 11. Love to take your calls. If you don't call, I'll start reading texts, but calls get precedence. Be the precedence. Be the precedent of New Zealand. 0800 150 11. Back after this. Welcome back in. Um, Midday Madness. NRL players that would be awesome for the Wallabies. Transferring over. Tell us who. Tell us what position. Had some good ones. Had a lot of text messages in. But phone calls first. Simon from Hamilton. G'day, Simon. Yeah, afternoon, Staffy. Um, I've got one current and one ex-player. The ex-player that I thought would go so good. Uh, Gordon Tallis at six, he'd just be oh. a menace, wouldn't he? Oh, oh, I'm hearing you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they didn't pick him up early on. But the current guy I'm thinking of, and he's a uh, North Queensland cowboy, I reckon that Jeremy Manai at six as well, he could be a, a freak. And, uh, whatever, well, he's a freak in whatever he does. I think he'd be a good show. Oh, mate, look, if Sam Hewitt's in the production booth nodding like he is, I'm agreeing with you as well. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. good shit. Can, oh, just when you talked about Gordon Tell, can you imagine uh, Mark Geyer going up against Troy Flavel, both in the number six jersey? Can you imagine that? Oh, that'd be, that'd be very good. <laughs> oh, good shout, Simon. Thank you, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Um, one from Charles. Charles, I'm going to take you up on your challenge. Tino Fa'asomalalawi. <laughs> I got it except for the second to last syllable. Say it again. Tino Fa'asomalalawi. Mm. I don't know how the last part of the... Is it Leoi? Uh, well, okay. It's always hard because of the way the Aussies say things. So I, I haven't actually heard... I do have the Titans pronunciation guide, so maybe I'll get that up in the uh, in the news break. But the way the Aussies say it is Tino Fa'asomalalawi. Oh, is that how they say it? Yeah. But it might be like you said, like Luai. I was doing sideline for our commentary SNC last year yeah. when we played them, mm. and I had to talk to him. You just called him Big Tino. Yeah, and I just said to him, uh, "I'm about to chat to you. Can you give me the pronunciation of your name?" And he said it so fast, and he said, "Oh, I said sorry again." And he he went for, and he goes, "Just call me Big Tino." <laughs> You know, Fasua Mala Awe, but yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. Actually, I've got a video here of it as well. So, um, big boy, big Tino, he and is big young, Tino, and young, young as well. Which, to be honest, most of the people we're talking about are actually quite young, relatively anyway, in mm. terms of rugby careers. Um, and Jeremiah Nani is very young too, and I think he won second rower. Um, well, one was in sort of that second rower team of the year last year for the Cowboys, so um, he'd be fantastic. The mm. second rowers are really, I think, a bit of a target because they're. Big dudes that are mobile. Mm, yeah, you good know? shout. Good shout. Uh, Staffy, I think Zach Lomax, midfield, and good goal kicker, big guy. Others, Josh Adokar on the wing. Yes, Victor Radley at seven. Victor Radley. You know who he reminds me of? You have to be quite old to know this. He reminds me of Kevin Everly back in the day. Um, those, and Kenny Stewart, those hard, those hard number sevens. Like really mobile. Victor Radley. He'd be fantastic. Let's go to Monaco. Izzy. G'day, Izzy. Hey, uh, Steph. How's it, mate? Good to hear from you, Izzy. Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, I just wanted to touch base on um, the whole NRL comparison, like, you know, uh, chopping chains for or my rugby union. I think my pick for the old school, there's a couple I'd 
have Petro Sivan Siva. Mm. Um, probably as a a lock slash six. Yep. And yep. then uh, another one from the old school one would probably I'll probably have um, uh, Brett Kamori as a halfback. Actually, that's right because I've I've been racking my brain for like halfbacks in league that could become halfbacks and rugby. Brett Kamori's a good shout. He would have been good. He would have been good because yeah. I feel like most of the rugby league um, halfbacks are more like first fives the way they play. Yeah, um, they've, they've, it's changed dramatically. But if you think back to when you remember Sharky Robinson, yes, you remember the the old North Harbour Blues uh, halfback. Uh, I think he was a one or two test All Black or something. And then you remember he made his debut for the Warriors. I can't remember when it was. I think it was oh four oh five. But he was a halfback, and then he went straight into the hooker role mm. at the Warriors. Mm. He but, was, you know, and I always thought, I always thought hooker and halfback were sort of similar. Yeah. And I always thought the six, like standoff, was always the first five, and halfback was sort of like the director in the background. So, but um, yeah, and and just my current player, um, I'd have um, I'd have probably Tohu Harris as a as as a number eight. Oh yeah, yeah, a real toiler. Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah, shout. No, yeah, just thought I'd jump on board and um, yeah, some good show and listening to it. So yeah, good man, Thursday. is it? Good to hear from you, buddy. Have a good Tuesday. Yeah, you too. Cheers, boys. Thanks. Cheers, brother. Um, someone just said, "Why the hell are we helping the Wallabies? We're not. We're just having well, talk back." Of, they sort of, sort of do need some help, though, don't they? Yeah, well, I don't think Eddie Jones is listening to the show. What about um, Turbo at the fullback? Yes. So Tommy Turbo. Mm. When I watch him, he runs the same lines and he ghosts around, just like Ben Smith used to do. He's a bigger version of Ben Smith, but you just think, oh, where's he going? Oh, he's gone. He's found a gap. There was no gap, and he found it. Yeah. Ben Smith was that guy. Slippery. Yeah, and just an incredible nouse for gaps and where to run and what angles and when to pass and when not. Ben Smith had all of that. Yeah, he'd be he'd be phenomenal as long as he can stay fit. <laughs> Made a glass, unfortunately. Uh Turbo. Um, here you go for a Tino pronunciation. Tina Fasol Malaawi. Do it again. Tina Fasol Malaawi. He sort of says Tina. Tina Fasol Malaawi. Tina Fasol Malaawi. Fasol Malaawi. It's that second to last syllable that I'm I'm struggling with. Tina Fasol Malaawi. 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 Okay. Tina Fasol Malaawi, yeah. Yes. And at the very end of the game, he said it twice as fast as that, and I just couldn't pick it up. Just call me Big Tina. It's like um, we talked about last week, didn't we? Or or maybe we didn't get a chance to, but um, I mentioned it in the commentary. I I got really annoyed with people calling chance, you know, nickel, clue, clue, star, and like using all these weird pronunciations. But then I asked, and, uh, you know, apparently it is pronounced clue, so like clue, K. And the, the D on the start is silent in, um, is it Norwegian or something? So it's so uh, someone put out the pronunciation Klug when you were away mm. and he said it rhymes with book, B-O-O-K, S-T-A-R. So it's book star, so it's clock star. Clock, oh, well, this one I read was clue, it says C-L-U-E dash K, clock star. Okay. Clock star. Oh, gee, it's so hard because even some players who, you know, maybe don't know the history of their name, don't, Which you know, he didn't. No, exactly. And, and you know, there'll be probably some of those boys as well who, I'm, I'm not saying that Tino specifically, but maybe, yeah, aren't well-versed in their in their native language so they don't know, you know, particularly mm. how it might be pronounced in an island. But, um, yeah, the, the chance, maybe I'll just call him chance. Is that disrespectful? <laughs> CNK.
Yeah. DWT. What was that? Uh, triple T. Yeah, Triple Gee, T. Gee was there was some backlash over that. Mm. Oh, wasn't there? Wasn't there? Uh, and to Steve Hansen credit, when he called him Triple T in journalists, he's, oh, he hasn't taken the time to learn his name. Next press conference, he nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. Um, 0800 150 We'll take new sport weather. Love to hear your NRL converts that could help the Wallabies. Here's Johnny Mac. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Just keeping an eye on this uh, young golfer. Uh, gosh, it's just disappeared. Here it is. Remember I said eight under through nine for Sung Jin Yo. Ten under through 12. Still going. <laughs> Part nine and 10, and then he's booted 11 and 12. This is incredible. This is incredible scoring. Uh, I'll just give you top of the leaderboard, actually. So Sung Jin Yo is on 10 under through 12. Four shots back to second place. Michael uh, Wright, the Queenslander, he's six under through 15. Uh, Will Florimo, uh, another Queenslander, is in the clubhouse at five under, finished. Uh, Sam Jones, Kiwi Amateur, five under through 15. Joshua Bai, Kiwi Amateur, five under through 12. And then Josh Geary, four under through 12. Michael Hendry's on three under. Um, Tyler Hodge, who someone sent through a tip for the New Zealand Open last week, and he was paying heaps. Uh, three under through 12, so a good start for them. Uh, some other names that you might be interested Joshua Bai, two under, Kiwi Amateur. David Smale, one under, through 15. But gosh, you'd think one under through 15 in round one of a professional, you're going okay. Um, you're way off the lead. Uh, Kazuma Kabori, who I think won it last year, I think won it as an amateur, is one, un- un- one under through 12. Yes, he did win it last year. It's a $150,000 purse. It's not massive money. All at once it is, but um, it's not a huge total purse. So I am going to keep an eye on this young man who is currently playing 13, which is a par 3. So it's par 72. Um, So even if they par their way in, they're going to shoot 62. So three more birdies needed to break 60. He's got a par 5 coming. Looks like the 14th hole is the hardest one on the course today. It's had quite a few bogeys. Oh, is that the right hole? No, this one here. This hole here is 13, I think. No, 14. That's the one where someone had an 11. Um, NRL players that the Wallabies, Eddie Jones, should transfer over. Give us their names and give us their positions that you think would make pretty damn good rugby players. The great man from yesterday from Palmy. G'day, Lemmy. Oh, hey, guys, Steffi. Good, thanks, Lemmy. Hey, I just thought of a team anyway, or back line anyway. Um, for halfback, like this is out of the blue one, this one. Harry Grant, halfback. Nico Hines, first 5'8". I'll put Latrell as second 5'8". Tom Tavoyevich at centre. Valentine's wing, Valentine Holmes wing. Ado Carr on the other wing. And James Tedesco, fullback. James Tedesco, fullback. Yes, he could, yeah. he could run it back. Has he got the kicking game? Yeah. I'm not sure because you need to have a pretty good kicking game at fullback. He, he yeah, can... yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I forgot about that. No, I just thought I'd just say something about that. But <laughs> yeah, that'd be my team. That's me. What, <laughs> what are you up to today, Lemmy? I'm actually uh, working today. Hey? I'm actually got to work. I'm you know, just at work doing 
truck driving and just having a look at the view to from my Uru back to Palmy. Oh, beautiful, mate. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, also I've got another one too. Um, oh, Shannon Frizzell's brother. Is it Tyrell or Tyson? Ty- Tyson, Tyson Frizzell, yeah. Yeah, I think you'd be pretty good at thank you, number six, I reckon. Nice. I think you'd be might be you know might be a bit better than Shannon. There you are. There you are. You just about got a whole team, Lemmy. No, just about. I was trying to think of other players, but I couldn't think of other players, mate. So, yeah, that's my thought anyway. Good man, Lemmy. But, yeah, it's a good. Gone. Gone. Sorry. Uh, if you can still hear me, Lemmy, thanks for calling in. Uh, someone says, Steph, I'd love to see Tommy Turbo in rugby, but I reckon a guy that could convert over is ex Brisbane Broncos, make a hell of a lock. That bloke. Thorn Brad. If anyone's going to bring back Israel Folau, it will be Eddie. I think Israel Folau is now 34 and playing in Japan. No, wasn't. Didn't he play? Didn't he get signed to some or a club. rugby league club? Like not in the NRL, obviously, but um, like the backwash cockroaches or something like that. Sure. Um, I thought he didn't he try and play sevens for a while as well. Did he even go to sevens? Or maybe I'm thinking of not for Jared a, Hayne. Not for Australia. Where's Jared Hayne? Is he in jail? Did he? Uh, yeah, he did, is. He did, but yeah. he's challenging it. Um, uh, signed a one-year deal to the Catlin Dragons after playing 15 games, and he was released, set to join the Southport Tigers in the Gold Coast Rugby League in a small stint before playing rugby union Japanese League One. However, was disallowed from being registered just three days before playing by the Queensland Rugby League. Ah, so he's blocked. I, I don't think. I don't, I don't he, think uh, Australian rugby would take him back. There's just too much bad blood there because he was that massive payout that just about sent correct. Him broke. He 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 burned his bridges there for sure. Mm. He ain't going back. But um, so I think he's in Japan playing at the moment. I think you're right. Yeah, it just came out the year 2022. So mm. there we go. There we go. There are a lot of. It's one of those. Um, almost silly hypotheticals, but there's just so many athletes who you sort of wonder how they'd go in another sport. You know, like there's a lot of good NRL players that would have been amazing rugby players, vice versa. It would have been a lot of really good um, rugby players that, you know, could have gone to NRL and, you know, cricketers and rugby players. There's, there's all sorts, isn't there? What about that of... chatter around Geordie Barrett going to the Warriors? What, what do you, what wow, do you... that's just... I think the new... Tactic for contract negotiations with the All Blacks is you just jump on a jump out. on a podcast and say he'd been if you want to play rugby league. <laughs> Literally, Savia did it. Um, TJ Perenata did it. Geordie Barrett did it. It's just maybe it's a Hurricanes thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey boys, boys, boys! It worked yeah, for me. Together. Yeah, it worked for me. It worked for you. Um, but you, yeah. you remember Artie Savia's reasoning? Do you remember Artie Savia's uh, reasoning? Because he he announced it on the podcast I did with him. Oh, okay. And he said, because of the rugby eligibility rules, he wants to wear a Samoan jersey for his grandfather mm. back in Samoa. Mm-hmm. And the only way he can do that is in rugby league, right. is play rugby league for Samoa. So if he did, if he did, which I don't think he will, go to rugby league, yes, it would be the NRL. And let's say it's the Tigers or the Warriors, whoever it is. He's doing it so he can play for Samoa, so he can sing the anthem. For his grandfather. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, he it, Artie would be fantastic in rugby league. The engine on him and just oh. yeah, his ability, his ball carrying is second to none. And then throw a couple of the halfbacks and hooker, whether it's Brad Weber, Aaron Smith, Brad Weber, I think you know, would be a fantastic 
you know, yeah, around darty. He's a little darty. Is he good defensively though? Hooker's yes. got to make a lot of tackles in the NRL. Brave, strong. Okay. He tackled he tackled someone in the weekend. Mm. Someone enormous. And and they obviously saw Brad Weber and I can take that guy one on one, ran straight into him and Webby put him on his back. Oh yeah, well he'd be great in the hooker role then. Yeah. Um, but he's off to Japan. Mm. Or France. Japan. After the World Cup. Very interesting to see uh, where where Australian rugby do go because you know Eddie, there's so much chat around him being able to sign some big name sort of rugby league players. Um, I know Joseph uh, Swali'i um, from the Roosters is is sort of rumored to to go to Union, although he just signed I think a one year deal with the Roosters to stay on. It could be wrong oh, there, but okay. I think it was a one year. <clears throat> he turned down a three year offer from the Eels or somebody else. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what sort of pull Eddie has because it could all just be talk, right? And then mm. Eddie doesn't get anyone. And Rob from Australia sent through a very apt text mm-hmm. saying Twiggy Forrest could stump up the funds. Now, Twiggy Forrest the guy that's kept the force alive. But He's, doesn't he hate us, Rugby Australia? Well, yes, but he might like Eddie. And Eddie okay. knows how to form relationships. So if Eddie took a little flight over to Perth and goes, Twiggy, mate, I've got an idea. <laughs> Twiggy so Matt, you're gonna <laughs> sound like you're drunk, yeah. okay? Everyone, too many beers. Yeah, and uh, I'll put a couple of your force boys in. Yeah. You just give us X dollars, and we can get Cam Murray, and we can get Payne Haas, and we can get Teddy into yeah. the Wallabies. What do you reckon? Let's make it happen. Let's make, it happen. make it happen. You, you just got to smile while you're talking like that. <laughs> because the thing about you journalists, you know, you write these silly things about me. <laughs> He also said he it? also said Patrick Carrigan for the blind side has a huge motor and work rate. What do you think about that, Sammy? Patrick, Patrick Carrigan is fantastic. He's had a, I would say a couple of quiet years. I mean, he's an Origin player, so he, he is a fantastic player. He had reasonably quiet years with the Broncos, but he's he's a gun. He's an absolute gun forward, and once again, he's another youngster who plays in the second row. So, yeah, I I think he'd slot him perfectly. Mm. I, it's a stupid hypothetical, but man, what if? We just made up an Australian 15 based off Australian rugby league players. How do you reckon they'd go? Oh, you'd have to do that between four and seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've actually got, we've got, we should take a break here and in the air break, maybe me and you should compile a 15 just right. based off Aussie rugby league players and a Wallabies 15 based off Aussie rugby league players. Should and, we do that? And we'll see if we think they could beat the current Wallabies. Yeah, okay. Okay, let's position, do that. And we'll do your little TAB position for position yeah, okay. odds thing. Okay. All right, let's do it. Do it in a minute. Well, we haven't had enough time to get a whole team, but we've got a Ford pack, Sammy. I think we've got a Ford pack. Um, and look, by all means, uh, let us know where we're going wrong or uh, or add some names in, take them out. Um, one that we haven't got in here is David Fafita. And I wonder if, given he's an absolute giant of a human, mm. we need to find a space for him. So we, at the moment, we're struggling for a hooker. <clears throat> Excuse me. Struggling for a hooker. Because in the NRL, there's no real short sort of solid s- solid guys that we haven't already got in the, f- in prop, the propping stocks. So th- think of a hooker for us, people. So uh, in the number one jersey, I've got Junior Bolo. Yep. Junior Bolo, because um, he's a big, just a big man. And then in the number three, we've got Josh uh, Babali. Babali, because he's another big, solid, big runner. Um, so those are one and three. We do need a hooker, though. We need number two. Text us a hooker, <clears throat> double the eight, locks, double three. The locks, I've just purely gone for height here. So I've gone David Clemmer. And Tino for Swamala Awi, who's six six. Yeah, nice. And I think that's a athletic, pretty strong, so very, yeah. very athletic, very good ticker, good engines. Uh, number six, I've got Jeremiah Nanai, yeah, I and like that, that I think is almost like a Jerome Kano yeah. type type player. Um, number seven, I've got Kurt Capewell, because I think Kurt Capewell is just a grafter, big, big, big body, 
a hard ball runner, Fast. but he's just a great. And he's a great tackler. He's quick. He's played in the centres before. He plays on an edge. So I'm going to put him number seven, mm. and then I'm going to put Payne Haas as number eight. Oh, come off the back of the yeah. scrum. So Junior Borlo, Josh Papali'i, uh, David Klima, Tino Fasuamala'awi, Kurt Capel, Jeremiah Nanai, Payne Haas. We just need a hooker for the forward pack, and then I think we're going to need another another little break to, to work <laughs> out the back line. But, but give us a hooker. On yeah. double eight, double Text three. us in double eight, double three. It can't three. be Brandon Smith because he's a Kiwi. He's a ki- yeah, he'd be perfect. He's just absolutely perfect. He's like a young Kevin Mialamu for me. And he'd fossick at the breakdown and he'd be punishing. He'd be brilliant as a, at the back of the rolling mall, touching down, doing the big fist pump and celebrating. So tell us a hooker, double eight, double three. Um, so we'll get those during this break and then we'll come out with our um, NRL backline that can play for the Wallabies. Just a quick cricket update for you. Sri Lanka are 108 for one. Great start for them off 23 overs, going at about four and a half runs and over. Mendes is 62, not out off 46. He's putting the foot down. And Demuth is 32 off 61. Neil Wagner's bowled three overs, none for 30. Wowee. So ticking along quite nicely, Sri Lanka. Right, Sammy? So we've got the team. So... um by popular vote, I think Ruben Cotter is coming in as our hooker. Right. Uh, the Cowboys prop, um, who's a little bit smaller, 5'11", um, 95 kgs. But tell you what, the text machine is all lit up with it. Uh, Jake Dravojevic was another option, and I think he's probably better. But given that everyone said Ruben Cotter, we, I think... We'll put Jake on the bench. Yeah, OK. So uh, so Junior Paulo, Ruben Cotter, Josh Papay, that's the front row. David Clementino, Fasul Malawi, the locks. Kurt Capel, Jeremiah Nanai, 6 and 7. Then Payne Haas, number 8. So the back line... And I think this back line would ruffle a few feathers in the Australian rugby community. Number nine has got to be Harry Grant. Yeah, um, I'd no, He probably has to work on his passing, like from from the back of a scrum, etc. But you know, he's one of the best hookers in the game. So I think you put Harry Grant in there. Maybe you could put Damian Cook. Number ten, Nathan Cleary. I mean, you got to have you got to have Nathan Cleary number ten. Uh, the two centres, I think you have Val Holmes at second five, and I think you have Latrell Mitchell at centre because <laughs> um, I think Val's got the speed, Trell's got the sort of rumble. But look, there's a lot of players you could put in there. You could put in guys that are just absolute beasts like David Fafita or someone who are just big body humans who are going to roll and tumble. On the wings, we've gone for Xavier Coates just for his you know, his sort of lethalness in the air and his try-scoring ability. And Josh Adokar because you just need express pace on one wing, don't you? And the Fox has got it. He's brilliant. Um, and he's great in a good system. So put, put them all together. And then uh, the number 15, got to go with Turbo. Tommy Turbo. Yeah. So that's that's the Australian uh, rugby league slash Wallabies team, and <laughs> you're going to put them up against the actual Wallabies team, yeah. And we're going to do a little TAB odds or a little bit of a margin on who you think might win. Yeah, let's do. You that. You usually do the bench, but we'll we'll flag the we'll bench flag this time. The, yeah. We'll Who's fl- the coach for the? Uh, well, the Wallabies coach is. Well, it's oh, going to be Eddie Jones, regardless. No, I think, Eddie so. Jones is coach of the yeah. NRL Wallabies. Yeah. Um, We'll just go the 15. We'll just go here We'll just to go 15. the 15. And, yep. I've, and I've got the Wallabies starting 15 that played Ireland, which is their most recent Wallabies. Mm-hmm. I'll make a couple of subtle changes for ones that weren't available through injury. But just looking down this team now, I think the TAB favourite might be the NRL Wallabies. It might be. Here we go. It might be. Here we go. Here we go. We'll take news. We'll come back after that. Champion sound, yeah, yeah Estelle, we about to get down. get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? Just touch down in London town. <laughs> Bet they give me a pound. Tell them put the money in my hand right now. Set up a motor, we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. I 
Hey guys, for hooker, what about Nathan Cleary? The cauliflower ears would add to his chin. <laughs> <laughs> that's brutal. Uh, there is actually uh, a team that's come through here, a full 23 staff. And, wow. Um, it's, it, there's a few similarities to ours. And look, we've missed out some massive names. I mean, this this um, texter has uh, Isaiah Yo and Cameron Murray. I mean, Cameron Murray, to me, is one of the best players in the NRL. Um, and he's put Tedesco in the halves, Val Holmes on the wing. Tedesco um, at second five, he's got. Sorry, Tedesco at second five, that's what I meant. Um, He's got Haas on the bench. That's a massive call. Impact, not bench. Yeah. He's an impact player. Impact, sorry. And then Christian Welch, Ruben Kodakurt, Kate Pat Kerrigan, Harry Grant, Matt Burden, Xavier Coe. A lot, of, a lot of top name players that can make the team. So you've got the Aussie team, the Wallabies team, the actual Wallabies. The actual Wallabies when they yeah. played on. Now, it's a bit tricky because they did have injury concerns, but they had a front row of James Slipper, Dave Pareki, and Alan Alatoa. Now, you'd have to admit that the Wallabies, the rugby Wallabies, would destroy the NRL Wallabies at scrum time. Correct. Because the technique and and probably line out too. But when the NRL Wallabies get a line out, they'll just go short line out and create, you know, a little bit of deception there. I think set piece, you give it to the Wallabies. But open play, hello. <laughs> so Slipper Pariki and Alan Alatawa. So you'd have to say the front row. I think tick to the Wallabies. Set piece, tick to the Wallabies. Locks. Nick Frost and Caden Neville. <laughs> well, I think Clemmer and, uh, and Tino would take them apart. Yeah, and I think the NRL one's much more mobile. They're going to play a high octane. So I'd give that to the NRL Wallabies. A loose forward trio of Jed Holloway, Michael Hooper and Rob Valentini. For it's tight with Hooper in there, isn't it? And Rob Valentini. He's, he is a special player. Payne Haas, though. I know, but... Valentini, he's only 23 as well. He's going to be so good. I think Haas and Valentini evens. Hooper would would win the seven. Um, who was our six for the NRL Wallabies? Uh, Jeremiah Nanai. Yeah, he wins that one. Yeah. So that's one and a half each in there. Backline, Nick White, the one we love to hate. I think, I feel like he he ticks the box over Harry Grant. At halfback, yeah. yeah. Just with, just for the long-range passing. Harry Grant's used to short-range passing, so mm. long-range passing, you've got to give it to Nick White. In the number 10s, well, they use Bernard Foley. Looks like they're going to try and use Lolisio a little bit more this year. you oh, just you got to go clear. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well class. Uh, 12s and 13s. Here we've got Hunter Paisami and uh, Len Ikitao. Uh, Sami Karevi will be in there. Uh, versus? Trailmat. And Val Holmes, I think Trail Mick can com- like he's just a competitor. I think he competes with whoever it is. Mm. It's probably more what Val brings, or if we had somebody else in that centre role. Mm. Probably one each there. Yeah, I'm yeah. Fair. I'm happy. One with that. each there. Uh, the wings, Tom Wright and Mark. You're talking about surnames. Nawakanton Dolawasi. Nice. He is a he is a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. I must. He is fantastic. As Was a Wright wing. the guy who scored like a double on debut as well? Or I think that's him. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, and who are the wings? Josh Adokar and Xavier Coates. <sighs> See, I'd give Mark Nokawaka Sukandua. Uh, I'd give him a tick, but I'd definitely give Adokar a tick. So one all there as well. Mm-hmm. Fullback Tom Travoich over Andrew Calloway all day. All day. So how, where does that leave us? It leaves us uh, the NRL Wallabies one seventy, the Wallabies Wallabies two dollars five. Wow! So you're giving it to the NRL Wallabies. Interesting. If it rains, if it's cold, if it's windy, if it's all of those things, 
I flip the price and make the Wallaby Wallabies yeah. the favourite. And we have you have to park reality for a second in the fact that clearly the Wallabies would dominate because it's their game. We are mm. assuming that the NRL players would have a season, a, a level, yeah, a level of rugby knowledge that would allow them to play. It's more their skill set, their physicality, etc. So yeah. we'll give them a season, chuck them in the Western Force, the Melbourne Rebels, make them competitive again, chuck a couple in the oh, Warriors. Just give Sydney another, just give Sydney a team in. Oh, West you know? Sydney always want their own team in any league. Mm. I always see West Sydney people saying, we deserve a football team, we deserve a basketball team, we deserve a netball team. Mm-hmm. West Sydney must be huge. Yeah, so give give the, give the that team to West Sydney and let's see how they go. Mm. Make it happen. It'd be fun. I appreciate the te- I'm going to run through some texts before we uh, get out of here. Uh, we we'll get out and come back. Um, Jared said, I played against Big Nelson, Asafa Solomona in under-13s, Canterbury versus Wellington. He was their number eight, and he and he did their kicking. Extremely talented. He was easily the biggest player on the field, and we had some big boys in Canterbury side. Jared from Christchurch. Wow. Why doesn't the NZRU make a play at Joey Manu? Manu, be more of a return than Roger Tuivasa. Sheik. I think they did have a crack at Joey Manu. I think they did have a crack, but... Oh. You need some big coin. You need some big, big coin. Um, I've read that one. Mark Burton from Bulldogs at 12. Sumo Willie and Brizzy. Sumo Willie, love your text messages. Viliami Kikau and Samu Karevi midfield would be solid. How fast is Viliami Kikau? Is he a fast runner? Is he fast enough? No, he he's fast for for his size and for a second rower, but in the NRL, but he's not. He's not rapid. He's not rapid. He's probably not a centre type rapid. And he, and he is unfit. Okay. Doesn't run for a lot throughout a game, you know, and needs the break. We've got Val Holmes at 13 or 15, Payne Haas at 8, Ruben Cotter 7, David Fafita 6, Nico Hines 10. Nico Hines, yeah. Afternoon, gentlemen. In his prime, I would have taken Greg Inglis. Most tries in origin and set up most of Darius Boyd's tries in origin as well. And I'd play him anywhere except the front row. <laughs> He was talented, wasn't he? Um, Nathan Cleary at 10. Joseph Suali. Suali. E-E. Uh, fullback or centre. Latrell, fullback centre. Api Korosau, halfback. Yeah. George Burgess, number eight <laughs> for England. David Fafita, someone says. Uh, Latrell Mitch would carve up anywhere in the backs other than nine. I agree. I'd love to see a fully fit, fully healthy aerobically fit Latrell Mitchell hey guys not sure what position but David Fafita from the Titans would be good cheers from Carl I agree Patrick Carrigan would be a great lock six and Caelan Ponga already played rugby and would be a good fit anywhere through the back line yeah he he did that uh, renegotiate my contract by saying you know I've always wanted to play for the All Blacks uh, kia ora staff it was me that got the 11 on the par 5 this morning cheers dagger <laughs> dagger it wasn't you is that is he dang texting the show? It's not. Okay. No, it wasn't you. Uh, I can't remember the bloke's name, but it wasn't Dagger. Um, if Solomona can potentially play for the Wallabies, surely Joey Manu can. Oh, Nelson Asafa Solomona. Joey Manu probably could because there's a residency type thing. I'm not sure what it is. Um, if only... Oops. If only Brandon Smith was an Aussie, Reuben Cotter for hooker. I was saying that to Sam as well. Of all the hookers in the NRL, I think Brandon Smith is ideal. There's a mix of Dane Coles. There's a mix of Cody Taylor. There's a little bit of Kevin Mialamu on him. There's no quit in him. So, yeah, I think Brandon Smith, but 
Kiwi. Got to have Ruben Cotter in there for sure. Man's an absolute workhorse and will make a stellar hooker. Uh, Jake Travojevic for hooker. Ruben Cotter for hooker. Uh, ben Hunt for hooker. What do you think? A bit small, bit small, bit small. Could be a halfback. I appreciate what you say, Ken. Uh, Dave Fafita, Tim from the 09. Hooker, Reuben, Reuben Cotter Cowboys. Uh, Wade Graham for hooker. Mm. Queensland Cowboys prop at six. Queensland Cowboys. Oh, yeah, we talked about that one earlier. David Fafita, Lindsay Collins, Josh Adakar, and Nathan Cleary. That's from James. And another, got a lot of love for Reuben Cotter. I'm going to have to watch a bit more league so I can familiarise myself with the great man. Oh, there's a whole heap more. Manly fullback and his brother. Hey, guys, another selling point for Eddie Jones to get league players to rugby is they have a Lions tour in 2025. Great point, Carl. It's your second great point of the day. Wouldn't surprise me if Israel Folau rocked up. Now, someone also texted earlier. Um, they said, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was Cam saying, didn't Israel Folau play for Tonga in the Pacific Cup? I think he did last year, actually, which would make him ineligible for the Wallabies because he played... Um, the Fikitoa play? Siali Piatea. There were a few played. Um, Charles Piatea. I think they played. I think you're right. Nico Hines is a clever, clever human. I think he'd fit into centre. He will take his learnings week to week. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, we're going to talk the real NRL with Dan Talentai. He's the editorial lead at the NRL. We'll go game by game, but particularly around the Warriors. That's after the break.